Good morning. Welcome to the Crump Diddy Show. On today's podcast, we're going to be helping out another listener here today. I got another email, and this one kind of stood out a little bit, you know, to me, and I'll explain why. I think it's going to stand out to a lot of you, actually, out there. Uh, I just want to say it came back from a trip, very, very memorable trip, and uh, I'll talk more about that in a different episode, but uh, yeah, I just came back from a trip, everything is, everything was great, everything was wonderful, uh, very personal trip for me, and um, it's one well, and um, I, I saw this email while I was on the plane, and I said, you know what? I got I got to help this person out. I know I've done a podcast about this before. Um but I wanted to pick pick this email apart and it it was it's very short and sweet and simple so I'll get to it. The listener titles this email Insecurity is destroying me. Now, I think that's right there off the back that's relatable to everybody. Everybody has insecurities. Everybody some people are just really well. And I've said this before. I know I must have said this a thousand times. Uh, everybody has insecurities. Some people are just better at hiding it than others. And some people are even so good at lying about it that you actually believe them that they're they're secure with themselves. Everybody at some point has some sort of insecurity uh, about something or about themselves. It's just normal because we're human. Now, eventually people overcome their insecurities, but at some point, everybody has to go through that phase. And some people get stuck on that phase. And so the email states, Dear Crump Diddy, I've been in a relationship for about a year and a half now, and I notice that my insecurities still haven't gone away. I feel like this is stemmed from my childhood, from when I first started dating and relationships didn't seem to end in my favor. I have been betrayed, heartbroken, backstabbed, you name it. And I feel like this has been a repetitive process for me. I really am in love with the woman that I am with now. And I don't want my insecurities to continue to cause strain or stress on the relationship. Is there anything that you can do to help me out with this? I know that you have talked about insecurities in the past. Thank you. Yes, I just said that. I have. Um... And, you know, maybe maybe the episode that I talked about it, maybe I didn't go into detail. Maybe it wasn't good enough. I don't know. But obviously, you're writing this email for a reason. So let's continue. Uh, you have done this in the past. And I would like to know what is your tips and tricks on how to get through insecurities? What can I do as a man to overcome this? Uh, well, here's the thing, man. Insecurities. Oh, by the way, uh, you didn't mention this, uh, uh, that you wanted to remain anonymous. So uh, I want to thank you, Chris, for sending this email. Uh, Your last name's here, but I'm not going to say that. So uh, shout out to Chris. Thank you for being open and honest about your struggles. Now, you didn't specify what are your insecurities. So I'm just going to go ahead and, 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 and paint this with a broad brush because I think all insecurities at some point have a similar foundation of creation, if that makes sense. They all stem from something similar, as, as something that's happened to them in the past, something that they've experienced that, that kind of stuck with them, something that created almost a trauma of embarrassment for them 
or shame or guilt, some sort of negative emotion that got stuck like crazy glue, you know, based off a past event and it just kind of just stuck with them, you know. So or the feeling of not being good enough based on seeing others who have things that they don't have. And then, of course, feeling that when people leave them, it's very common. But here's the thing. I battle through insecurities. You know, my girl can tell you I have my own set of insecurities. She has her set of insecurities. Everybody has them. So the first thing I would tell you to feel better about your insecurities, at least as far as having the right mentality to try to overcome it, is to accept the fact that everybody has it. So for anyone to look down on you, for anybody to consider you weak, for anyone to have some sort of negative or not so positive emotion towards you because of an insecurity, ignore those people. Because those people are literally walking hypocrites. And they shouldn't be judging you for something that, based on their negative response to you, probably means that they have more insecurities than you. Because anybody in their right mind who's mature with a decent heart is not going to put you down and judge you for having insecurities. They're not going to call you weak. They're not going to... Because they know what that's like. It's Because it's so common. That's the thing. The scary part about it is that it's so common. Even with rich, wealthy people. Even with supermodels. It doesn't matter. How many times have you seen documentaries about supermodels, Victoria's Secret? They all have these insecurities. A lot of times it leads them to be bulimic. You know, we're seeing all these rich playboys and models and, and entrepreneurs and billionaires. and all the, they, they all struggle with something. So the point that you know, that I'm trying to make is that it doesn't matter how much money you have, how much good looks you have. It doesn't matter how blessed you are. Everyone has their own set of insecurities that may to other people be sound ridiculous because they wish to be in your shoes, but that's just not how it works. Insecurities stem from something that is in your life that's affected you, something that you experienced, something you've gone through, something that you've witnessed that is stuck with you and has created a sense of doubt. You know, and like I said, it doesn't matter how good looking and rich you are. You will have your own set of insecurities that you have to battle through in life. And in your relationship, it, it is true that insecurities can destroy a relationship. To be fair, most of the relationships that it destroys is because the other partner is just not willing to help you through it. And that's fine. Sometimes people, unfortunately, uh, as much as they may claim to love you, they're not going to sit around and, and try to help you heal. And that's fine. That's their choice. You know, they're going to tell you that you should have did this before you got with me. And to a point, to a certain extent, they may have a point because you do want to focus on yourself. You want to completely try your best to heal before you get in a relationship. But to also the flip side of that is not sometimes we don't even know we have an insecurity until we meet somebody who makes us feel a certain way. Somebody who uh, brings something to the table we've never experienced. And that new feeling alone can actually awaken insecurity. So sometimes we can't even fully heal as much as we think we can when we're in the single process of the whole process of being single and loving yourself. But that's the first step of recovering or overcoming this is to understand that everybody can have it. The, the second thing is to understand that, you know, you have to see it as this way. Your partner, okay, I can't believe I'm using that word. <laughs> I can't stand that word. But your partner, your, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your fiance, husband, wife, it doesn't matter what you want to call it. They're, they're with you for a reason. Okay. And especially the amount of time that you're stating the email that you've been with yours, more than likely you're not the rebound. Because if you're only a rebound, you know you're a rebound when 
literally after a couple of weeks of interacting with you, you pretty much drop, you know, you drop to the side, you drop to the curve. Because most people that are just rebounds don't even last more than a couple of weeks. So you're not a rebound. This person picked you for a reason. So the second thing is to understand that you got picked for a reason. There's qualities about you that was good enough for your partner, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever title you want to call it, to choose you over everybody else. Okay? Meaning everybody who was competing for that spot that you have, that right now you you occupy, you beat out everybody else. And if you're insecure about who she was with in her past, you have to also accept the reality that that person couldn't make the cut because if they would, they would have actually still been with them. You catch my drift? Now, it's true some people never really get over their ex and sometimes if given the opportunity they will be a you know they would be a, a piece of shit and they would cheat on their current partner that on paper is a better choice than their ex hence that's why they chose them but they just never got over their ex because they don't respect themselves they never healed you know they never did anything to actually prove that they have value self-worth instead they wanted to devalue themselves by never moving on and accepting the reality of things. Some people do that. That is normal. And that's not your fault. That's another thing you have to accept. So in, in the rare occasion that, you know, she's in communication with her ex and and something she does something with her ex that obviously, you know, it's not right and it causes the end of the relationship, that doesn't mean that the ex was better. No. But that's far from the truth. Some people like, like, and I've said this before in a podcast, some people don't like to progress in life. Some people like to go back down to back to their broken, beaten up car. Some people like they don't like to add value to their life. They like to disrespect themselves. They like to go back to past trauma because it reminds them of something of their childhood that they were missing or that they never got enough of, like love from a father or something, you know, or love from a mother. There's so many bizarre excuses why people choose to disrespect themselves and take away value from themselves and go ahead and cheat on a good partner with somebody in the past that was completely terrible for them, that did horrible things to them, and it just wasn't compatible. And obviously, it led to the ending of the relationship, which was rightfully so, because terrible relationships that have no respect and no value obviously end up ending. So that's not your fault. So if that's what you're worried about, you know, let it be. Because the quicker you can get out of that relationship, the quicker you can distance yourself from somebody who loves to downgrade every aspect of their life, the far better off you're going to be. So I'm not saying that's what you're going through. But like I said, you didn't specify. So I'm kind of throwing out a lot of common equations out there because there is men and women that, like I said, they just don't want to better their life. They love to be looked down and they love when people look at them with pity because they keep going back to the same mistakes. And that's not your fault. That's a sign from God that you, that it, that's your exit plan, man. Move on to big, bigger and better things, you know. And so what, to backtrack here, understand that everybody has insecurities. Understand that your partner chose you, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever title, they chose you for a reason. You have value. You have charisma. You have whatever it is that you have is what it took to beat out everybody else. Otherwise, she would have chose somebody else. 
he or she would have chose somebody else, you know, and number, you know, another, you know, and she, if she is fooling around or messing with people from her past, you don't even want to be with that person anyways. <laughs> That's the sign to leave. It's not your fault. You're, you're still going to retain your respect and value. People are still going to look up you and look at you and admire you. They're going to look at your your soon-to-be ex with pity and disgust. And that's fine. Let let everybody la- feel bad for them. You move on. You're just worth be- better things. you got to move on with that. Because when you accept that in your head, you're going to see your insecurity is going to start weakening, you know. And, oh, another thing is, you know, some people are insecure because, you know, their looks. This is another thing. Another thing I read about all the time in, on forums and Reddit posts and comments is they feel like, Women, sometimes they feel like, you know, they're not good looking enough or men feel like they're not tall enough or they don't have blue eyes or, you know, they're not tall or they're not muscular. They're not buff. They're not in shape or they don't have nice cars and they're not wealthy. I mean, I've the list of ridiculous reasons to feel down about themselves. It's crazy, but it goes back to the same thing. If that was all important, if that was necessary Right. All those things that you say that you don't have, if that's what you felt like was necessary, if that's what you feel like that your boyfriend or girlfriend would prefer, then they would have chose that. They would have chose the shallow lifestyle of being shallow. They would have went with that. But obviously, all those things that you're insecure about because you don't have isn't good enough for them because obviously they would have chose that. Instead, they chose you. It goes back to the same thing. Look at the reality versus what you're imagining. Sometimes insecurities are fueled by imaginations and not reality. Sometimes we imagine ridiculous things that are not true and they fuel insecurities. So stop imagining things and start looking at the reality. Live in the present. Live in the moment. You know? It's okay to be needy. It's okay to to open up to your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband, wife, whatever, about your feelings. That's fine. But don't let these insecurities create, you know, a negative environment. Don't let it push the other person away. Don't start making accusations. Don't start having arguments over things that never happen. It's all in your head. You know, if your partner doesn't call you back, you know, right away and calls you back later, you know, they'll explain what happened. You know, Hey, my bad, I got caught up with this or whatever. They'll just tell you, you know, don't start imagining. They'll tell you the reason why, you know, if they don't text you back right away, don't worry about it. Well, they'll text you, you know, if if they're with you, they're spending time with you. They could be, they could be somewhere else. And yet they're spending time with you. That means that they have a lot of things that they can be spending their time with and prioritizing the time with, but they're chosen, they're choosing to spend it with you. Start looking at what's actually happening right in front of you. Now, the reality of the situation is insecurities don't just go over way overnight. It's something that you have to constantly. It's like I'm think of it as a daily lifestyle change. You have to constantly tell yourself the reality instead of focusing on the imaginary. You have to start loving yourself and saying, yeah, I am this shit. She's with me for a reason. She chose me. You know, I mean, you know, he or she chose me. Right? They could have chose everything, anybody else. They chose me. So, of course, they chose me. Look at me. Look, I mean, obviously, I'm a good person. I have this. I have these qualities, you know. Like, you have to start 
also understanding the qualities you have. To, even if you have to look at yourself in the mirror every day and talk to yourself and remind yourself of the qualities that you have, then do it. Because you have qualities. Otherwise, your partner would not have chosen. They would have chose every anybody else. But you beat that long list of competitors. You know? And speaking of competitors, you got to stop with this mindset of competing. Don't stop worrying about what other people have that you don't have. Start focusing on what you have, the qualities you have, and the things that you think that you think you should improve on. Focus on that because it's you against you. You know, you have to focus. If you feel like you can do better at fitness or you can do better at, you know, doing better at your current hobbies, if you can do better with certain things that you're lacking on, focus on that. Compete with yourself, you know. Compete with yourself. Never compete with other people. That's a waste of time. It's stupid. Competition in the, in, in, is, is a good thing. But when it comes to your relationships, you should never have to compete. That is the most embarrassing thing you can ever do. Do not compete. If you have to compete with, other, with somebody else or other people to keep your current partner, that's already a sign that you're not in a relationship that's even worth your time. Because if you're with somebody and, and they're, you know, they, they have strong feelings for you, you both have strong feelings, it's mutual, there's, there's never going to be somebody who's going to get in the way because they will never allow it. They will laugh that person off to, to, the, to the land of embarrassment. Because when you're with somebody and they care about you, trust me, you have no reason that you need to compete. Because they will never, ever, ever allow, not even give somebody the opportunity to think about thinking about getting in between. They will never open any doors to that. They will shut down flirting. They will shut down disrespectful behavior. They will shut down inappropriate comments. They will not allow somebody else to interfere. If they do allow someone else to interfere, then that's your sign. Man, I'm with somebody who's literally disgusting. It does not respect me or the relationship. I need to go. I cannot be with somebody who still thinks they're in middle school. You know, wanting all this attention. You know, trust me, if she cares about you, he or she cares about you, you know, and you see that they're not posting stuff on social media to seek attentions, you know, provocative photos of themselves or whatever. If they're not doing stuff on social media for attention, they're just doing regular stuff, keeping in contact with friends and family. You have nothing to worry about, man. This is all in your head. If they're doing attention seeking posts, then you need to start reevaluating because that means that you, the insecurity you're having is because you feel like you're not good enough for them. You're not fulfilling them all the way. And so they have to start seeking them from other people. And that's already a disrespectful thing that they do that, right? But it's not your fault that they want to be a piece of shit, right? So you have to say, well, if I'm not good enough, then I need to move on, you know, because you can't have your cake and eat it too. You chose me to be in this relationship. You say all these good things about me, but yet you're still seeking attention, right? So you need to move on from that. You know, you can't be in a relationship where your man or woman is telling you things, but they're still doing these things to get attention, to get likes, to get comments or whatever. You know, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. And that's only going to fuel your insecurity, which is usually based off imaginary things that are not true anyways, because you have to love yourself, man. Your partner chose you for a reason. Believe me, if there was somebody better, they would have chose that person, you know? And if they chose you and they made a mistake, then, and they, they, they decide to leave you for somebody else, that's fine. Let them make that mistake. Let them downgrade. 
That's how you have to see this. Let them downgrade. Some, Like I said, some people do not want to progress in life. Some people want to be the walking, laughing, embarrassing stock of the town. It's just a psychological thing. It's not your job to dissect their past. Whatever made them want to downgrade and never have a happy life, you cannot fix that. You got to move on from that. And I'm not saying you're going to that. But remember, your insecurity sometimes is making you not see the reality of things. And some, yeah, and sometimes insecurities will make you think like everything is your fault and you have to constantly do all the chasing and you have to constantly prove yourself. No, you have to constantly put effort and love in a relationship, but you shouldn't have to always have to go out of your way to prove that you're the right one. You know, you shouldn't have to try to convince them not to be with anybody else because you guys have feelings for each other. You guys chose each other for a reason. You guys should just continue focusing on being happy and putting effort towards each other. You shouldn't have to make a plea. You know, you shouldn't have to beg them not to cheat on you. You shouldn't have to beg them not to go uh, talk to and seek attention from other people. You shouldn't have to beg them to be a decent person. You shouldn't have to beg them to actually have respect for themselves. Like, and you know this, because if you're listening to this podcast, you know I said this a thousand times. You shouldn't have to beg them to seek validation from other people when you're right there, and especially when they give you compliments. You know, and, when, and, and, and and you should be accepting the compliments. If they're not doing anything that I'm telling you about, you're definitely overreacting, man. You definitely got a good person with you in a relationship. Because if they're not doing any of that, then this is definitely all in your head, man. What are you doing? Don't ruin this relationship, man. You know, I gave you both sides of the coin. I gave you things to look out for and to not tolerate. But at the same time, also things to say, well, wait a minute. I understand what he's saying, but she's not doing any of that. Well, then if she's not doing any of that, believe me, you got nothing to be insecure about, man. I get it. It's difficult, but you have to constantly, every single day, tell yourself that in the mirror. It's not a one-stop shop. It's not a one fix and you never got to deal with it again. No, insecurity is something you're going to be battling over and over again. But if you if you start living in the reality and not the imaginary every single day, you will see that it starts getting better and better and better. But you have to make this a daily part of your life. You have to start telling yourself the actual truth, the reality of what's actually real instead of what you're actually worried about and imaginary in your head. You know? Like, I love my I love my girl, right? But check this out. If, the, if she wanted to leave me for somebody else or if she ever wanted to cheat on me or if she ever wanted to start acting and start doing all these behaviors I talked about in this podcast... Right. Where I'm not important. Obviously, there's she. I'm not fulfilling her needs and she needs to get this from other people. Then, yeah, it would suck. It would hurt. But guess what? That's the universe saving me. It's blessing me with the opportunity to get away from that. Right. To get away from that filth and to move on with my life because I know what I'm worth. Right. And everybody should be telling themselves. Everybody should be telling themselves every single day in the mirror. I know what I'm worth. I'm the shit. I'm worth so much. I'm worth more than gold. I believe in myself. I'm strong. I can accomplish things. I, I'm, I'm, I'm charming. I'm this. You got to start telling yourself your qualities. Start reminding yourself of the qualities. If you don't know what it is, then start paying attention to the compliments you're getting, man. Because people wouldn't. People are telling that for a reason. You know, you you got to start focusing on what you're good at, your qualities, and remind yourself every single day of what you're worth. You got to start loving yourself. So that way, whenever your partner makes this mistake or jeopardizes the relationship, 
it would sting and it would hurt. And yeah, you'll cry for a couple of days, but then you'll start accepting the reality that this is a blessing from the universe that is pulling you out of that toxic sludge of cringe and embarrassing, self-degrading, you know, environment. And it's getting you out of there, like, you know, being airlifted out of an accident. And it's moving you to safety so you can go on to bigger, better things. There is 7 billion people on this planet. And unless your partner is displaying any signs of these behaviors, you are wasting your time being insecure. Start reminding yourself of the good things that are happening in your relationship. Start reminding yourself every day of the things that are actually real in your relationship. Start reminding yourself of the self-love and worth that you have every single day. Because you should be doing this every day. You know? But also, if they are displaying this, remind yourself every single day that there's 7 billion people on this planet. You don't need to settle for somebody who doesn't want to actually better their life, who wants to live in the past and loves to disrespect themselves. You don't need to be a part of that. So I'm telling you, you got nothing to worry about. I wish you would have specified more in the email, but I'm hoping if I gave you such a generalized thing, which, by the way, I know I've talked about before, man, but that's fine. We'll make a whole new set of uh, rules here for you, I guess. A whole fresh podcast just for you. I hope this helps, man. Hang in there, all right? And keep me posted. Until next time, it's your boy Crumb Diddy. Peace.